the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for the Church of the Week, showcasing churches and pulpit ministries from across the greater San Francisco Bay Area. Spirit of Truth Church Worldwide of Fairfield, our Church of the Week, a multicultural church founded by author and former missionary Pastor Joel Jones, who believes in and teaches the infallible Word of God. Pastor Jones is a former professional football player and for 30 years served as a sergeant with the San Francisco Sheriff's Department. Spirit of Truth Church Worldwide, reaching out to individuals and families from all walks of life. Pastor Joel Jones and Spirit of Truth Church Worldwide, our Church of the Week. All right, our sermon title today is simply Imitators of Christ. Imitators of Christ. And I think the title is clear and it's objective uh, for us. Not just for Christians, but Christ's followers. We are never just giving this message out for us. Some of us know some of us, uh, uh, and in some respect, but there are people out there who need to know. And God sent his son that not one should perish. So this is for human beings in general. In other words, all mankind should strive to imitate Christ. People that don't know Christ, those of you who are watching and you don't know Christ, you need to know where your help comes from. As it says in the book of Psalms 121. Look to the hills from whence your help comes. It comes from the Lord. So um, uh, he is Jesus Christ is Lord. He is God Almighty. All right. And we know those of us who are familiar with the Bible in John 1 verses 1 to 3 says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. I just heard a, an argument, a conversation the other night. It's a street preacher and a, some Muslims, and they had him all surrounded. And they were saying, show us where Jesus says he's God. He never once said he was God in the Bible. See, there are, there are other religions that study our Bible to pick at it, you see, to pick out something. And the preacher was trying to tell them that Jesus is God. And uh, uh, he had help. People were trying to tell him what to tell these people. Because all they wanted to know is, uh, is Jesus God? If he's God, why didn't he say he's God? Well, see, they don't know the Bible. See, God said from the beginning, I am that I am. Okay, but they have to know that God is is one God in three persons. And there's a scripture in Hebrews. Has anybody ever asked you that? Or ever said that Jesus is God? Jesus doesn't have to say he's God. No more than I have to say that I'm Joel. I know who I am. You all might not believe it, but I'm Joel. Okay? Now, Jesus is God. It says in this word that uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, so you got to read that Bible. And why must God be redundant when he says, I am the Lord, I am the great, I am the Alpha and the Omega. But there is a scripture 
in Hebrews uh, 1, 8 and 9 where the, the Lord God himself calls Jesus God. And you go to that scripture and you'll see where the Lord says, you, Lord, talking to Jesus, uh, uh, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. That's what, the Lord, that's what the Lord God says to Jesus. Your throne, the Father, our Father in heaven says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And then in 110 it says, you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands. That's, the, that's God talking to Jesus. You see what I mean? So, well, God the Father. So, but they won't know that unless you read this Bible. See, you can't come to God halfway. You got to come into his house and sit down and learn this word and be fed the word and let the Holy Spirit guide you. Then you won't say things like that and, and uh, uh, um, being evidenced by uh, uh, giving people evidence that you don't know what you're talking about. So I gave that street preacher a lot of credit because he stood and they must have argued that point for over an hour. But uh, I tell you that so you'll know. Jesus doesn't have to say he's God. The word itself says it. God, our heavenly father, calls Jesus God. But then you've got to go into the Trinity and explain that. So uh, that being said, uh, uh, that scripture right there in John 1 says who Jesus is, how he, how he uh, was there in the beginning. And that's enough for now. Just let that sink in. Those of you who may not know Jesus, let that part sink in. I don't want to give you too much if you don't know the Lord, because we're not saying this to shame anybody. We're saying this so you know that man-made religion has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. That's what we want you to know, okay? Uh, the word is true. It's the inerrant word of God. Uh, so even those who may not know Christ Jesus yet, just let that marinate in your mind for a minute. You'll come to see the profound truth and wisdom of this word of God. So let's look at another bit of Bible scripture to begin with, and we'll begin the sermon. I'm going to ask uh, my wonderful wife, Pastor Annalisa, sister friend, take us to uh, Ephesians 5.1. I'm going to ask you to read this in the New Living Translation, and I don't do this often, but also the Amplified Version. Uh, for a reason. Could you read both of those for us and yes, tell us I what can. it says, Thank please? You, Pastor. Ephesians 5, 1 and the New Living Translation first says, imitate God, mm -hmm. therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children, All right. because you are his dear children. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to flip over to the Amplified mm -hmm. that says, therefore, Become imitators of God, mm -hmm. which means copy him, copy him and follow his example mm -hmm. as well. Beloved children, imitate their father. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, five one says. I won't go on. I'll start. All right. right that's there. good enough. Thank you uh, so much, Pastor. Uh, now, I usually just read one version of the scripture, but these two translations got me uh, and because they explain in great detail what it means to imitate God. If we look at the New Living Translation, it says that we should imitate God how? In everything we do. Uh-huh. Then it answers the question of why. Why should we imitate God? Because we are his dear children. We're his dear children. It says right there. It says imitate him. How? In everything. How often? Everything. To what extent? In everything we do, we need to be imitating God. Why? Because we're his dear 
children. All right? Not just children. We're defined by God as his dear children. Okay? I want you to know that means that you're precious in the sight of God. You're highly valued in the sight of God. All right? Now, uh, the world doesn't want you to know that. The world doesn't want you to know how much God loves you. People are now going around saying that Christians are hate, hateful. See, but I know better. And you've got to know this word. It, these times now, we got to start to, we've got to start uh, speaking on this word. So it's important for us to know how God sees us and what he expects. Now, in the Amplified Version, the scripture, it suggests that we are to copy God. That's what it says. Copy God as we follow his example as his beloved children. So both of these Bible versions, of course, are conveying the same message, which translations do. There may be some, some difference, but if you read and you go back into the Greek and into the Hebrew, you'll see that the message is there throughout the Bible, okay? It informs you and I that as children of God, we're, we're obligated to imitate God. That means if God expects us to resemble him. So well, how can you do that when nobody's ever seen God? Stay with me, you'll see. Think about that for a minute. The gracious and loving creator of the world, the one who breathed life into our very souls, the one who has a perfect plan for each and every one of our lives, okay? He holds us precious in his sight. Okay, he's created and fashioned us in his image and in his likeness. Doesn't it follow then that we should then fashion ourselves after him in our minds? Those of you who have parents who know your father and you know your mother, you know who you look like, you know who you take after. Some of us aren't that fortunate. There are some young men and women, some grown people who never knew their father. Father left home. Father died. Parents split up. They didn't want to have anything to do with each other. Maybe you were adopted. You were raised by a surrogate mother. You never really knew who you took after. I'm telling you, you get to know Jesus and you know who you took after. If you get to know Jesus, you won't have to worry about your biological parents because he created them as well. So he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. See, this is, the, this is what other religions can't tell you. This is what man-made religion can't teach you. This has to come from God. Okay? So Buddha didn't create man. Muhammad didn't create man. Allah didn't create man. Quiet is kept. Allah was an idol himself. One of many in Mecca. So we have to really break this thing down and look at this word. There's only one true God, and that's the God that created you, and that's the God who loves you, and that's the God that says, I want you to be like me. I put my DNA, my spiritual DNA in you. You don't have to know what I look like. You can't handle what I look like, but I'm sending my son in the likeness of man that you can get to know man and the man can get to know me. See, that's what he's telling us. This is the word of God. It follows then that we should fashion ourselves 
after him. And in, in case some people become confused, some of you that may be watching, and don't, I'm, I'm just taking it. Whenever I get in this pulpit, I, I feel like I'm preaching to somebody who doesn't know anything about Christianity. There may be somebody, so I want to make sure I preach to the uh, congregation, but also to those that don't know. So bear with me. In case of you, uh, some of you become confused, you need to understand that Jesus is the expressed image of God. All right. In Colossians 1.15, it tells us that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation for by him, meaning Jesus. Okay. All things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities and powers. All things were made through him and for him. That's what the word, that's what the word says. Okay. That means that uh, uh, so to emulate or imitate Christ, this is what I'm getting to. So if Jesus is all that, then to emulate God is to emulate Jesus. And to emulate or imitate Jesus is to imitate, or Jesus Christ is to imitate God. You see what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to ex explain. Now it's normal that we as human beings usually seek to imitate our biological fathers, don't we? I mean normally. Or mothers. Well, well uh, yeah, but, but since God is using the masculine uh, 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 noun, that's why I'm using. Now, we know mothers are included. I'm not leaving women out. Annalisa, pastor, <laughs> sister, mother. Uh, I'm not leaving you out. I'm just, bear with me now. Let me get my words out now. Let the Lord speak. What I mean is that we normally follow our biological parents. Let's put it like that. All right, normally. And you know you will take after your father even when he does something wrong. Men that beat women, men that drink, and the son resents it, and he winds up being just like his father sometimes. That's how strong that thing is. You try your best not to be like your father, and you, walk, you, you, you wind up being just like him, walking like him, looking like him. I look in the mirror, and I look like my father. Didn't want to. Just did. Look different with hair. Once the hair left, I said, that's daddy. People didn't have to tell me that. But thank God I know Jesus. Not that my father was a bad man, but he was a mean man. But when I met Jesus, I learned who I really take after, who to really emulate, okay? I never had a hero till I met Jesus. Tell you that right now. So, so... So if we're fortunate enough to know our fathers and have a relationship with them, then we usually will take after our fathers. I'm going somewhere with this, so hold on. So it stands to reason that uh, we should even more so strive to imitate our father who is in heaven, right? Because he created fathers and mothers, okay? Because after all, he created mankind to be in his likeness and in his image. Is that right? Many of you know this scripture, I believe, but let's touch on it again to those who may not know it. I'm going to ask Pastor Annalisa. Take us to uh, the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26, 27. Would you read that one for us, Pastor, please? Yes. Genesis chap chapter 1, verses 26 and 27 tells us. Mm -hmm. Then God said, let us make man in our image mm -hmm. according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Mm -hmm. 
27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All right. All right. Thank you so much. And this is where it all started, saints, uh, from day one. And actually, before any of us were born or ever thought about, God had purposed. He had purposed for all mankind to be created in his image and likeness from the very beginning. God blessed us and he made a way for us. Like I said, uh, we have his DNA, his spiritual DNA, you could say. Uh, We were created, each and one of us, intrinsically to share in the characteristics of God. I think I mentioned that before that we like that scripture in 1 Peter 2, 9, that said we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Yes, we like that. And it's true because we're from God. He created us that way. We should think that way. We should. It's not being proud. It's being proud to be a child of the king. Now, with that comes responsibility. That's what we're talking about. Don't say you belong to Jesus and you act like the devil. Right? Am I right? I didn't know what else to say, so that just came out. I was going to say you don't act like, but let's just say, okay? We got to be one or the other. The Bible says you can't drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. Light can't dwell with darkness. Come on. We know all those, those phrases and those scriptures. So basically, you either, there's only one Holy Spirit. There's a whole bunch of unholy spirits. So we have to realize we're going to be with one or the other. So if we say we're a royal uh, priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people who are brought out of darkness to proclaim the liberties of uh, the goodness of God, then we need to act like it. We need to act like it. We need to be imitating. If we're going to take after somebody, we need to be taking after Jesus. Huh? When somebody sees you, they need to know who you're from. Something different about her. Something different about him. He looked like he sort of, they're acting like that sort of, hmm, it's just something I feel like I'm in. Hmm. You ever seen that when you're walking around a bunch of guys on the street and they're just talking and, and hanging out? Maybe they got the little 40 ounce and they're just hanging out cursing and they're talking, or got their little uh, maybe shooting dice and you walk by and you try to get by them and they look up and they're using all kinds of foul language and they look up and say, oh, excuse me, ma'am. You ever seen that happen? Yeah. They let out a curse word and they say, oops, I'm sorry. You didn't say a word. Huh? Because they see God in you. And Jesus said they will see me in you. Okay? That means you're a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's own special people set to proclaim the liberties of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. If you're in the marvelous light of God, they ought to see that marvelous light on you. They ought to see the marvelous light in us wherever we go. Comes with a price, though. It comes with a price. This is a club better than any golf club golf that you'll ever be in. This is better than any fraternity that you could ever pledge. This is better than any company you could ever work for. It's being in the company of Christ, being in his league. You are now in something special. 
and it's worth getting into and studying his GOs, general orders. It's worth it to study the word of God so you'll see just what you're involved in because it has spiritual and eternal uh, ramifications. It's not just for now. So spiritually, we're created uh, to share in the characteristics of God. And again, if we look at uh, relationships, comparing it to flesh and blood, fathers and children, we can readily understand. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.